Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To start yeah. again. Well, let me do it then. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rebel. My name's Marcus Christopher Speller and Jim Campbell. What's your middle name, Jim? Edward. Jim Edward Campbell's here. Luke Aaron Moore, I knew that one. All right. Is here. And Pete Danger Donaldson is here. <laughs> diggery, diggery. Diggery, diggery Danger Donaldson. Yeah, diggery, which is danger in Latin. Yeah, surely Pete Diggery would have his own middle name, though. Yeah, what is your real middle name? Driss. It's not your middle name. It's, I don't have one. Andre. Very, very little uh, amount of... Um, they weren't reaching for the stars when they named me. Why? No. Me mum and dad. Do you want to have one? Maybe we should put it to the listeners to get your middle yeah. name. Yeah. It's, if it's going to have one, it's Diggory. It's going to be Diggory, isn't it? I yeah. mean, that's all people are going to send in, so... Yeah. yeah. Okay, Diggory, fair enough. <laughs> Diggory Donaldson. Uh, Leicester City were entertained with the rendition of Nesson Dorma by the very well-known tenor Andrea Bocelli, of course. Never heard of him. Claudio, <laughs> Re- Claudio Ranieri stood by his side on Saturday. I love the Beautiful. fact... I said this on Twitter, but just in case <laughs> no one saw it... Um, Claudio Ranieri, there are managers out there who would have made that day all about them. Mm. Right? Yeah. Claudio Ranieri spent a good portion of that celebration to, thing, to holding another up. man's coat. You've got to say, that yeah. is fantastic, it's isn't it? It's class. And, and telling like, if the fans to shut up so they can yeah. hear. Oh, he was giving hear. it all that on the yeah. coach. <laughs> calm oh. down, calm down. <laughs> dilly ding, dilly dong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was brilliant. He, he looked so emotional, understandably as well, but it was a particularly poignant way to do it. Nesson Dorman was a great touch, but he also did funeral smash. Mash a time to say goodbye, didn't yeah. he? Which seems <laughs> maybe inappropriate. Maybe that was for Roberto Martinez. I don't maybe know. he said, I'll, I'll do you Ness and Dorma. I don't particularly like singing that one myself, yeah. but you've got to give me one that I like. Yeah. One of my hits. <laughs> you know. yeah. it's not, no, it's not there's going to be mums watching. That's my, that's yeah. my market. Luke, yeah. let me sell a few more records. Yeah. It's not George Michael in the closing ceremony of the Olympics. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It, it, if you want me to do one a classic, I'm doing my new one as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and, oh, and George. But the, that's only the half of the story because I think I'm right to the broadcasters for that. George yeah. Michael insisted, I'll do a classic or two. 
but I've got to do my new single. And everyone was like, oh, God, all right then. And then everyone went to commercial break when he did his own yeah. new one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was only the BBC and the, and the British viewers had to watch it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Mm. But, um, you didn't Pete, miss anything, everybody else. Pete, missed, Pete, you piped up and said that you were impressed with Andrea Bocelli's uh, hardware. He only had a monitor, didn't even have an earpiece. Didn't have an earpiece, just the monitor. The micro and, wasn't that good either. And the was microphone it? was quite small, had a quite small membrane, but he still managed to make it sound good. He sounded fantastic. Oh, yeah. What a what a set of pipes on it. <laughs> there's so many brilliant things about the Leicester story, so many things where you can say, oh, at the start of the season, can you imagine this happening? That, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I love it how it was obviously uh, an Italian song picked for Claudio Ranieri. I did think that they should have got more Italian, people driving around in like... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Uh, he could have had a nice formation. But there we are. Uh, maybe next year when yeah. they uh, retain the league. Mm. <laughs> if you could sing a song to Claudio or, or any other manager, which tune would you choose? And this is in the stadium, uh, a proper belter at some specific time. Maybe when they've won a trophy. Maybe not, Jim. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm tempted to say um, uh, Arsenal uh, could get some of the... Um, Amateur choir boys there. Cause, let's be honest, there's going to be a lot of them. Well, yeah. To sort of, um, yeah. to sort of all sing "Killing Me Softly" together. <laughs> um, but I think I'll be more positive than that. Um, Killing me softly with his tactics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By not signing any outfield players. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I would actually do would I'd go up to Old Trafford. Um, and Louis Van Gaal has been complaining that if, if you're Man United, you have to pay more for for players. So that seems fair enough when you look at the, the money they have to spend. Well, they've certainly done that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Chelsea and Man City have, have not yeah. had to splash out. No, no, no. Well, you know, I'm just just quoting the man. So what I would do <laughs> is I would um, I would lead the celebrations, if you can call them that, uh, depending on how the season goes, with uh, Mo Money, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Yeah. Uh, by Puff Daddy, as he was known then, as I'm sure we That's remember. It's the tourist BIG. It is BIG. Uh, is it? Yeah. Are you sure? P- featuring Puff, Puff Daddy. Yeah. And, right. uh, okay, of course it is. And of Mace. Of yeah, and Mace, 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 yeah. I've got and Mace. A, and there's a heavy sampling in it as well. There was a lot going on in that song. A lot uh, of people were. Mace was a chubby guy, wasn't he? In yeah, the blue trousers. Uh, he, he also relinquished yeah. his, uh, his rapping career to become a man of God, I think, as well. Right. Like MC Hammer, but he kept yeah. the singing, didn't he, for a bit? Yeah. Hammer merged the two together. Yeah. The church just became his gig. Hammers. And rap all at once. There my you money, go. my problem. Samples. I'm coming. Yeah, it does. I want the world to know. So I yeah. would, I would start singing that, and then I would um, just after it's begun, I'd, I'd chuck a microphone over to Louis, and yeah. he would join in. And obviously, he'd just plead his case to the. Well, to he'd the give stadium. it the who's hot, who's not. No, that, that no. I, I'd, I'd revert to hype man, and okay. he, he would, he would do the main thing because obviously it, it's his money, it's his problems, any, which he has mo of. Anyth- so any, I feel he involves Jim Calvin a rap hype man. I'm on board. I'm on. With that. I really want to clip that. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I think <laughs> I just want to hear him do Give it. Give us some sort of flavour flavour type. <laughs> 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 Well, I, I think the timekeeping is very good. You got the clock from the clock end. Don't need it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> I wonder where that's gone. Or well, maybe it's still there. It, it, I there's a version you, of it still yeah. up there. I thought you were maybe going to say that getting Louis Van Gaal uh, involved in, in the song, you could have done. Is it status quo? We're in the army. Yep. We're in the army now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just joins well, that bit. I'm confident, though, that I could throw him a microphone, and even if he didn't know the words, he'd have a damn good go at he'd it. He'd pull it off, for yeah. sure. And if, if he didn't, he just wouldn't care. Because we said this before, exactly. He's got to that stage in his life now where he does not care. He'll do whatever. And the reason they will always pull it off is because he won't ever be embarrassed. He'll refuse to be embarrassed. If they were doing karaoke, Van Hal would get up there, but then he would physically force people up who didn't want to do it. He'd sign them up and say, you're on now. You know, he'd yeah. be very keen to uh, <laughs> to give big applause. Big applause. Uh, Luke, what you got? I mean, obviously played a saxophone in there as well. Big saxophone. I've interpreted this question a little bit differently, if you don't mind. Okay, you're on thin ice with regards to points. I hope the end does justify the means. I would like to see Big Sam... Tony Poulis and uh, Big Big Alan Pardew um, do the Beastie Boys fights for your right to party <laughs> to any manager who's about to win something <laughs> because they are the I big like party spoilers. I like they that. Are, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very nice. good. And every time they get, they you know, the result didn't go the manager who was on the quest to win mm. something. Well, you got to fight yeah. for your right. I reckon really, quite nice. Uh, yeah. and, there's, there's no, you know, there's no trying to do the Beastie Boys accents with those guys. They're no, doing that in their own. Imagine brains. Big Sam with a backwards cap, some shades mm. on, a load of jewelry. Hello, nasty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's what I would say. Gravy stained wife beater. What's that time, Big Sam? It's time to get ill. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mm. Wonderful. Oh, it's fun time, Peter. No sleep till Brooklyn Beckham? Yeah, okay. Doesn't really make sense. No, but it's just a pun. Yeah, yeah, just a pun. That's fine. That's all we're good for, Go quite on. frankly, most days. I would like to sing Candle in the Wind uh, to any manager, really. Is that because uh, you're the but, football rambles, but, Rose? But, but no, the no, can, no. Candle in the Wind, a tribute to Fletch and Sav. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Goodbye, Richard Sev. <laughs> no, we never knew it all. <laughs> I think I'd be lovely. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. It's a fitting Sweet. tribute. A fitting tribute, I think. I genuinely, I, I have a lot of want for that show. I know I, I take the mick, or I used to take the mick when I first started watching it. It became a genuine staple of my Saturday morning because I used right? to do a show uh, at 11 o'clock and I used to just watch it. I, I, I don't legal. know the reasons it's been taken off the air. I genuinely don't. But just I knock have, it in. Well, yeah, <laughs> apart from the obvious. I, 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 but I have heard a rumour that the two, the two um, men that have, have fallen out. No. Apparently so. I heard no. that. I heard that. I don't like to hear that. No, well, I don't either. No one likes to hear that. I hope they can patch it up, but that has, apparently that is the, the I don't case. think either of them have massive egos, to be quite frank. Even, <laughs> so, yeah. even so, I don't I think Sam has a massive ego. Sometimes two negatives Sav. made a positive. <laughs> I've got no experience of, of any sort of thing with Robbie Savage, no. and Sav. I'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> i better do my answer. Yeah. I would like to sing to Roy Hodgson before England play Russia in the first match of Euro 2016 to dream the, <laughs> the impossible, impossible dream. dream. And it is impossible. <laughs> Imagine that, the big yeah. crescendo. To reach the unreachable stars. <laughs> Finals. Yeah. Where are you doing that? What's the venue for this? His house. No, no, on the pitch, just before okay. they play the Russians. Okay, right. Yeah. Mm, I like that. There you so are. You're, only, you're, you're, in the, you're in the stadium, <laughs> there's thousands of people there, and you are singing specifically to Roy Hodgson. Correct. Like when Marilyn Monroe did the JFK. If you like. Are you going to wear a dress? <laughs> you going to come right? out of a big cake. Uh, do you know what? If I get that far, I don't mind what I'm wearing. I'd love to see you come out of a cake. Luke like Moore's got the points. Well, I'd love the cake. Oh, thanks. Yeah, point, you, can, you can cash them in for cake. <laughs> I would like to dedicate these points to, to Sam, Poulis, and, and Pards. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I like what we did there. You did That'd take the question, you took it in your own way, but sometimes, you know, mavericks are welcome exactly. on the football ramble. Mm. Um, let's move on to uh, the Premier League. Uh, they did it. Leicester City beat Everton. 3-1. Um, a good day for Richie Delat. A very good day. The opposite <laughs> of Lewis Kinsella. Did we, I don't know if we talked about Lewis Kinsella we on this it. show. We talked about it on the live show. I don't know if we mentioned it here. Oh, is that right? So for those who didn't, Lewis, Lewis Kinsella was an Aston Villa player, or he, he still is, on loan at... Is it Kidderminster Harriers? I and think both, so. And Villa and Kidderminster both were relegated on the same day. Yeah. Yep. It was the worst day of the season. By he dropped out the, Was it the Football League? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, and then... Um, yeah, or, did they, or did they get relegated from the conference? That's one, maybe. One yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Um, and then, of course, Richard Delat has won... He's got enough appearances to win a Championship uh, Premier League medal with... Um, sorry, with uh, with Leicester. Yeah. And he's also achieved promotion with Middlesbrough on the same day. It's brilliant, wow. Though. And, the, brilliant. and I, think, I, think, I think he went from Middlesbrough to Leicester to do both things. It's a great day. <laughs> Richard Delat. <laughs> oh, Man City going to get him in to help out with the Champions League next Richard season, Delatt if also, they're there. He also scored a really important goal for Leicester against Aston Villa when they came back from 2 down, I think, as well. He's the man to fix problems. He's the, mm. big, he's the big cheese. He's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the red Leicester. He's the, <laughs> um, what was Vardy doing when he, he pointed at the keeper? I'm not sure. When he scored the he penalty. He was watching gloating. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, was I, a, that was an, I'm fairly certain that was the first million mile an hour shot. Yeah, it was, was very absolutely leathered, didn't he? That, but yeah. I mean, took, what's that? Twenty-four goals now. What would you have paid oh. for that at the start of the season? Any team five in the Premier season. League? Good it? lord, yeah, yeah, got? crazy! Um, is it, is it, I didn't think any team could really challenge Aston Villa in the embarrassing stakes. Step forward, Everton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly shameful. <laughs> it was like it was like they were playing. They were like eleven bouncers at yeah. a provincial mm. nightclub <laughs> trying to keep eleven party animal pub crawlers out of the pub yep. for about five minutes, <laughs> and they thought, you know what? We're <laughs> Get paid enough to yeah, work anyway. <laughs> Let's go to the bar. What's everyone having? Yeah, I just yeah. joined in with it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't join in with it. You're having a terrible season. The referee on that Gibson, uh, the, the penalty, the second yeah. penalty, straight red for me. But the, yeah. the ref just yeah. went, nah, no, I won't bother. No, Gibson's face was like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. His face, Gibson, <laughs> Yellow card for that. Gibson, <laughs> Yellow card. Gibson was so embarrassed, he face planted himself into the turf when he did it. <laughs> I think he wanted to yeah. stay there. I think the, the only reason that he got up is because he knew he had to get out of the area for the penalty to be taken. Mm, yeah. it, Everton was shamed. They let 33 shots against them. The, lar- the largest <laughs> amount of shots Leicester have scored against anyone this season against essentially a glorified pub crawl of mm. a team. <laughs> there were thousands of people all drunk and Everton rolled over in the worst kind of Steve Bruce mm. fashion. I'll be, I'll, if it were, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating here. If I was Roberto Martins, I would have resigned on the day. <laughs> I would have resigned, and, and, and apparently as well, I didn't see this because it was only available, I think, to the newspaper press, but Roberto Martinez was giving his press conference. Yep. 
to the newspaper journalist after the game. Well, in the Did media room, in the media room, yeah, they can see the goal. But in the media Came room, the Leicester celebrations were still going on on the TV screens with the volume up really loud, so no one could hear what Martinez was saying. That's quite poetic, isn't yeah, it? Really but nice. hasn't too, that been it's too nice? Ask them to turn that yeah. down. But, yeah. hasn't, hasn't that been, but hasn't that been kind of a, the, the thing with Martinez this season? There's been bigger stories in football, so he's kind of gotten away with it. Yeah, maybe. To yeah. A extent, so that's yeah. a real kind of good allegory, kind of yeah. simile for, for the whole season. On top of the 33 shots thing, this is Kevin Kilbane's stat from Match of the Day. Um, they've conceded 68 shots in their last two away games I mean that is just it's astonishing those players are down tools they must oh, completely. They must they'll have. do Newcastle a favour <laughs> well, like, yeah. like we said on the, like, the, new, the like Newcastle I said on the previous show that they are obliging that is yeah. the word the, for new, it, for the Newcastle present. vlogs are all going with the, oh yeah well you know Martinus has promised a big reaction to what happened to the weekend <laughs> shut up yeah. Yeah. shut up to hell is the big reaction a massive tantrum in your own house because <laughs> yeah. that's all he's got I getting a takeaway tonight I, I, I do think I mean I know I've been I've been particularly very critical of Martinez over, over recent months I, I do think he's obviously a nice man I, I've got nothing against him like personally I'm not, not having a go at him like we take the mick out of some other and he's a fine dancer Yeah, I, I imagine he is I imagine he don't is. need to imagine remember the clip I haven't seen oh yeah of course yeah. Jason, uh, Jason Derulo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. he's got that but in his locker not what you're talking about now it's not the skills get your knees at the moment <laughs> no. but all I'm saying is he's clearly I mean he's, he's not long for Everton is he he's, he's going to have to be moved on he really is I mean other managers like him there's talk of Pellegrini being linked with the job isn't there oh, really? so, okay. the, I, mean, I, I imagine the new owners are going to have their own opinion on what they want to do next but it was just it was just shameful yeah. to see it really was but do you know what was, was great to see when Leicester lifted the trophy a part of me had, had in a weird way forgotten that they'd won the well, not forgotten that thing, they'd won yeah. the league you knew they'd won the league it was it was all over it was finished but to see them lift the trophy yeah, the that's when it, it really hit home for yeah. me I was like my goodness I Amazing. remember just sat there looking yeah. at it mm. in in glorious uh, I don't know technicolour well not disbelief but uh, just that wonderful moment of I've witnessed this yeah, this absolutely. thing in my lifetime. It was yeah. a wonderful thing. It's the sort of thing we'll bore our grandkids with, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's amazing. And you know, obviously Everton uh, they they weren't great on the day, but we've got to remember how good Leicester have been. They absolutely put on a show again. And I, I love Andy King getting yeah. going in that game because yeah, he's their, he's their um, most high scoring midfielder of all time. He's won three different leagues with them now. Yeah, and mm. he's he's got King power written on his chest <laughs> every time he comes out to play. Well, it's just so he's a, he's a likable player. He's game. a likable player, and, he, and he's. He's fits in with their aesthetic which is basically to work really hard and he, yeah. he does do that and I think he, he had his finest game of the season that I've seen uh, against Everton and, and I know Leicester are good and of course they've, they've put to the sword you know, better teams than Everton this season we, yeah. we've seen that I mean, I don't, they've still got to go to Stamford Bridge will they pass that test well it's just the circumstances they do like, I mean Everton they're giving the should, test Jim. Everton should be should be working hard for every point they can get I mean they're yeah. having a poor season they, and we all know that and it's just, it's just no excuse for the lack of application I didn't think mm. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Luke. Completely agree. We're going to talk more Premier League after this little thing. Hi, I'm Frank Dubuff. Are you listening to the Football Ramble? Foot, football Ramble. It was the result Pete Donaldson didn't want. No. Sunderland yeah. 3, Chelsea 2. If oh, Sunderland right. beat I Everton... going to be something way darker. The, <laughs> <laughs> but we've yet to hear on the that. The DNA test come back. The test results are in. But the jury is still out. Yeah, uh, yeah if Sunderland beat the mighty Everton at home, then, then they're safe. I mean, if Sunderland just draw both games, I think realistically on mm. goal difference, they they're, are safe. Yeah, they're yeah. safe. It doesn't th- look good. I thought Sam had proper lost it, but that second half was uh, yeah. quite the resurgence. It really was, it, it really contrasted quite yeah. harshly with Newcastle's first half against Villa. It really did. Courtois let everyone down in Tyneside. <laughs> Great strike from Carl Kasri. Can, can, can I just be the first to say, oh, this can't go unsaid? If Newcastle get relegated this season, it's not, it's not because of that. Yeah. <laughs> He'll still be going to the Euros. Have a lovely old time. Yeah. It's nothing to do with him. <laughs> we spoke in the preview show about how Sunderland hadn't beaten Chelsea at home in the league since 2000, and that is exactly the sort of result you need to pull off at this stage of yeah. the season if you're going to stay um, up, because it takes something astounding. You really have to play above yourselves, and they did. Shout out to Jermaine Defoe, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 15 yeah. league goals this season. Yeah, 18 in all competitions. That's yeah. great for him. He's, what, like 45? Someone, <laughs> someone put a stat out which said that if it wasn't for Defoe's goal, Sunderland would have been relegated in March. He's been very important. Mm. For he really season. has, and that's the they would have played another striker though. Oh. He might have scored. <laughs> Doubtful. But to be fair to Pete, he's often said, you know, the Defoe factor, oh, and obviously Big Sam as well, will keep Sunderland up. Hmm. And that, I, did, I didn't say the Big Sam factor. I said I said the Defoe factor. It was just Newcastle and well, said to a lesser extent Norwich. Sorry, like they didn't have. <laughs> it's an it's, it's, it's it's absolute hallmark result for Sunderland. It's, it's huge yeah. for them, and, and we all know that. But uh, we, be, we better sort of mention the fact as well that the reason that Newcastle are in this position is because they didn't beat Aston Villa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Newcastle had beaten Aston Villa, they'd have two Completely more. Story, yeah. It would be a different story. Newcastle didn't do anything like what they should have done against 
one of the worst teams in the Premier League in living memory. The first I mean, half showed a lack of urgency that you'd expect from the first game of the season when no one's fit. Yeah. It was just it was madness. It was maddening. Yeah. Do you think like CC up top by himself? Like I, I that was, should have gone out with Pardew. I don't know what successive managers see in 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 that man who's just broken. He like sent him to China. That's where I, that's, I was just he'll, I, he'll enjoy himself. He needs a move. He, he, can't, Benitez, he can't do his thing. Benitez is prone to this, and I really I really felt that watching the highlights from that game. I didn't see the whole game because I was out at another game, which we'll come on to in a minute. But but um, he didn't. There was no element of like throwing the kitchen sink at it. No, there was no element of urgency. I, I, Not I even in the last five, no, which seemed weird. For the first half, I can sort of understand that, right? You don't want to lose a goal. You don't want to lose <clears> the game in, in the first half. I can understand that. You can't win again the first half, but you can definitely lose one. And the second half, there was just nothing. You were expecting the coming. It just never mm. came. Mitrovic just, missed a couple. He had a couple yeah. of chances, but that yeah. was about it, really. I mean, yeah. he had one ahead that went just one of the post. A couple of those were, were really serious golden chances in, in that context as that, well. I think that that header that he had was kind of like hanging in the air. He created it. So, and he, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's very few players that would actually have got up mm. that high and, and 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 got his neck on it. But it was just it was just so disappointing. They didn't seem to see Andros Townsend as kind of like, a, oh, you've played the, well the last few games. Give we'll just give him. the ball to you and just run. Yeah. And, and he just had to run down so many blind alleys. There was yeah. there was no support from up top. It was just a really disappointing performance at Aston, a time Aston when Aston didn't get a single corner. No. <laughs> Aston did nothing. It's it embarrassing. Uh, Bethany Cole tweeted saying, "Bear in mind, just to let you the round one know. Bear in mind, I did the Villa Newcastle edit for Match of the Day this week, <laughs> and Villa were." Lucky that that one chance they had made it. <laughs> she's, she's forensically studied that game. Yeah. Mitro me, me is terrible. not on fire, no. so to speak. Pete, do you think? Do you think there's an element of the pressure of it being considered as this gimme, like getting to the players? I don't. Know, I, you just look. At, you just look at the performances by people like Sissoko and and like even like Callback, who gave you at least an eight, at least a seven or an eight last season. Yeah. Just nothing from them. You know, like, it, you're relying on like Vernonita, who's not even a footballer. Like the, the, <laughs> the centre back, like the defence looks quite solid at times. And you know, I'm sure that'll they'll serve Newcastle well in the championship. Well, they they like, kept a clean sheet. But <laughs> I, I don't. But I, just... I don't. I don't um, yeah, I mean, two clean sheets from the two worst defenses in the league. I think it is <laughs> um, but progress. I don't. I just don't agree fundamentally with how Benitez approached the game. I mean, because. If you're in that position as as, an, as a Newcastle team, you, you're faced with the fact that you know you really have you're going to have to get at least four points out of these last two mm, games, yeah. and the last game is against Tottenham, who are a much better side. So you're going in against Aston Villa, just just pole every action. time, yeah. every time, time, every time, time. fifteen minutes. Yeah, go for it. Every time Mitro's come on, he's 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 caused problems because people don't like big big players like that playing. Yeah. And, but Caesar's just start, so isolated. Start then? I, I didn't see something that Caesar's doing in training that, that, that Mitrovic isn't. It's and, like he's very much. Plan Plan B, isn't he? I guess. Pete, here's something that'll cheer you up. Uh, big John Terry got sent off. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to miss his final games yeah. for Chelsea, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> he's got, I tell you what, for a player who's won um, four Premier Leagues. Is it five FA? A lot of FA Cups, mm. Europa League, Champions League. He's got a real knack of like not being around when it really yeah. counts. <laughs> Will he, he wear his kit again? Yeah, That's who knows? He missed. He missed. Um, he missed the Champions League final, didn't he? Because uh, this is hardly the same. I'm putting it out there. Oh. He's missed the Champions League final for suspension. He missed a penalty in the other Champions League final they lost. Yeah, and he's not going to make the last two games of his he's career. Miss the John Terry final. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I talk about the uh, Aston Villa fans? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What what bonanza did they win? What lottery did they win that they fa- found so fit to to have that muggy banner out saying uh, you know uh, sob on the tine two or whatever? Oh fuck it was. Did they really? I didn't see. The, that. So you remember when when Newcastle last went down? Aston Villa hung that big banner saying sob on the tine. Yeah. And so, so oh, you cry because you go down. Where's your messiah now on that crap? Yeah. They did it again. Yeah. They're already down. They went. <laughs> they, they, they were the worst football team. Oh, yeah. This, this side of, of is this a Brighton Crystal Palace? Team? <laughs> I've not heard of before. Hey, a why good they, joke. Why did Villa hate Newcastle? A good What's joke. About. Is a good joke forever. <laughs> Team Villa. Absolute bellend. It's not the only banner that was having a go at Newcastle, was it? No, not this no. week. The Bordeaux one was good. Yeah, was good. Was it? That was Bordeaux. Oh, was it Bordeaux? Bordeaux. Yeah. That was very, very fun, wasn't it? What did it say? It, it, it was, it was, it was um, towards uh, Henri Savet or Savet. I can't remember. He's made such an impact at the club you support <laughs> that you don't even know his name. I always forget where the I is. It's before the V. Yeah, it's before the V, isn't it? So yeah, it's for anyone who dreams of England. There's always players. On, there's always space on Newcastle's bench, which I think is lovely. Yeah, he didn't I'm even right. make the match day squad. Yeah. So is it also silly is it not, um, a, a dig at um, Overton and Marvo as well? With generally well, just any, players any going football over there. It's a lovely dig, Jim. It's a lovely it's dig. It's a great dig. But I'm yeah, not, not looking the dig. Yeah, you, yeah, Villa, look at that banner, right? That That's a banner. Arsenal fans, look at that banner. That's a <laughs> banner. That involved 120 people. Yeah, yeah. It was a good banner, to be fair. It's a good yeah. banner. A great banner. A great banner is a great banner for Another thing, actually, I'd like to go back to about Villa that no one's really talking about this season is Brian. Little's neck getting longer. 
He, he, is like, he looks a bit like a tortoise without a shell. Yeah, or like, mm. like well, he's going towards dinosaur territory, like a herbivore dinosaur. Like, you know, would that aid them in the championship? <laughs> or not? Right, don't know. Who knows? There was a man who looked like Brian Little in the crowd as well at the Villa match, and I don't think it was Brian Little. Okay. Well, some well the evidence suggests it probably was him. Uh, yeah, we had I this know, with Pardew the other week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> that photo, <laughs> which, was, which was quite glorious. The decoy Pardew. Um, Chum Pardew. Going yeah. back to Sunderland, though, it was good to see Barini get one, because he's a very hard-working player. Mm. They love him there. Don't look at Pete when you're saying that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> no, looking at you. I'm doing the dagger in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And, uh, Luke, as you say, the, the contrast in the two performances of Sunderland. Oh, credit to Sunderland. They were, they were fantastic, and they, and they pulled out yeah. a performance but when they needed to. What it is, it's a fundamental difference in approach. right? So Sunderland have said... Fine, we're playing Chelsea. Fine, they're good. Yeah. And they're not as good as they have been, but they're, they're certainly better in the second half of the season. But we've got to win it. We, yeah. we have to. And even though they went behind, they still thought we've got to win it. Mm. And they were playing with urgency. And they were saying, look, we may go down 4 5 1 here, but we may win. And there was nothing from that from yeah. Newcastle at all against a team who are by far the worst team in the league. Who, who showed nothing going forward. And well. the yeah. beach balls. Remember, they had yeah. the beach balls. Yeah. Not only it? beach balls, it was um, inflatable crocodiles and pinatas. So they've not read the email. Well, have they? Darren Bent style scenario. Well, I just don't understand why. <laughs> Why the, why the stewards don't have box cutters or knives? Like, just yeah. pop them. Don't yeah. just carry them around like idiots. What Can't. we need at football games is more, more knives. knives. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more knives, guys. Or, um, or, or uh, guns. <laughs> shoot yeah, them. Just shoot them. Crossbows. Right. To be fair, though, I think if there's, <laughs> if there's any squad in the league that could get so distracted by balloons they forget to play football, it's the Newcastle squad. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Norris, uh, though, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. They've been losing for a while, haven't Jerome they? Jerome missed a good chance early on, didn't he? He'll that's do, what he'll do, it? isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's absolutely he... the risky run with Cameron Jerome leading your line. How is he repeatedly getting gigs <laughs> at Premier League games? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rooney had a nice assist for Mata. Reminded me of Rooney of old there, where he burst through. Mm. Just in time for an international tournament. Yeah. 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 Final. Jack Wilshire as well. <laughs> Get him on the plane. That's the one the to be fair, the Jack Wilshire, he played play well. Oh, yeah, but I'm just predicting. Right, I'd, I'd come to your lot in a minute. I had a proper <laughs> tear in my eye about uh, Juan Mata going over to uh, to take a picture of that disabled kid. With yeah, his his nice. dad was just shaking. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I can always tell how hungover, hungover I am. Because yeah, I, right. I start crying and yeah, stuff like that. Oh, God. The dad's really shaking. He can't believe his look. Oh, God. And you're emotional anyway. Because of um, yeah. the prospect of Newcastle, <laughs> and that you know the results of that test may be coming. Manchester United will finish in the top four if they win both of their remaining matches. In their hands. What, a, what a thing that is! Yeah. They're away to West Ham next, who will surely be hurting after that strange defeat at home oh, to Swansea. Billich yeah. was angry, oh, yeah. and, and rightly so. so. Mm. There you Jinx. go, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um, just before we move on from the main United thing, I had another sort of internet-based rumor uh-huh. that um, someone was saying it, it could be absolute nonsense, of course, but someone was saying that Van Gaal has taken up the uh, year extension option on the lease on his apartment. <laughs> so you never know. To be fair, though, that's that's just him being stubborn, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean anything else. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll, he'll just do it because he knows people are going to talk about. Keep it. coming to work. Yeah, yeah just staring nice. down Mourinho even <laughs> if he has the a, job. There was a player who did that as a young player who refused to stop going to training. And Andros Townsend. That's it. Yeah, Andros mm. Townsend. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Manchester City drew two all with with Arsenal. Goal and assist for Olivier Giroud. Yeah. Giroud. Which was he? Had, which were two nice touches actually, especially the assist after he. Uh, took some pelters on the football ramble I think last time mm. right? rightly so though yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely it's interesting what we were saying about Welbeck wasn't it because um, Wenger was given the reason for him not starting because he wasn't fit enough and we were saying like, well, you know he scored that goal against Leicester he's been back for a while and I guess it just reminds you that it's, it's not as simple as fit or not fit is it there, mm. are, there are degrees of it and obviously Welbeck looks like he's probably going to miss oh, the that, Euros that, now, do you know what actually that was, his, that was his other knee by the way that's yeah, his other knee it, it was so bad oh, Arsenal it, it's interesting isn't it with, with uh, a, when a player like Welbeck Looks like he may miss the Euros, and people. Some people may not be convinced Welbeck should start for England. Well, actually, it's you look at some of the star names and the, and the, and all the starters for that English side. And I, as soon as Welbeck was taken out, I thought that really disrupts the side for me. Yeah, and I thought, oh no, that has really, been really good for England. Yeah, he and has. Also, and, and the natural replacement for him is probably Raheem Sterling, who's having a terrible time yeah, of it. Well, that's right. So don't be surprised. Carol, Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> yeah. Well, not either. I mean, they're the two kind of wide positions in the front three. So do not. Do not be do not be surprised if now Lalana might even be, be looking at a starting, but yeah. and he brings in to the to the squad. I mean, Walcott looked a bit lively, so we could improve Walcott's chances. Even someone like dare I say Andros Townsend. Mm. Yeah, but the, I mean the thing is, because he's performed whatever, whatever before. people think of Welbeck, Hodgson likes him, doesn't he? It's, it's a system that he's he's worked with before. It's obviously what he wanted to do, and it's it's only ever good to have those players fit. And it's um, I don't it's know an anyone, unwelcome disruption. Jim, I don't even know if you need to say that because I don't really know anyone who doesn't particularly rate Welbeck. I mean, he's a really hard working mm. player. His goal scoring record is good. 
at England level. And, and he's been the best Arsenal player pretty much and like, Hodgson, back in the last se- this mm. season, hasn't he? Hodgson doesn't like him just because he's got a lovely face, which he has. He, <laughs> he likes does. him because he's always performed for him, and yeah. that's absolutely fair enough. Mm. Uh, company as well looks like yeah. he's. Well, no, he's no, company will miss the Euros. Yeah, he is. He's had 33 injuries since he signed for Man City. <sighs> yeah. 33. Yeah, it is a shame. But it was. Uh, and he still looked all right. <laughs> still have been one of their better I, performers. I'd have him over. Ramon Ramon Ramon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, but it was ultimately a poor day for Manchester City because it's not in their hands. Champions League. That, yeah. I mean, that'd be crazy to see Pep Guardiola yeah. managing in the Europa League. The reason for that is they've not beaten anyone in the in the top five this season. Mm. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Chris, ridiculous. That. Um, I thought I was really upset. Well, not upset. I was. I actually thought it was a bit disrespectful the way Man City fans treated um, Pellegrini. Yeah. Well, they all left. Yeah, I mean, because there was a talk, there was talk of like, I mean, they've got a reputation for having these great fans, and they famously put brought a load of fans through the turnstiles, even when they were down in the third tier, and they used to get thirty, forty thousand in, and and, and yeah, and, and great, and rightly so, and. I just think, given that that manager Pellegrini has has won three trophies in three years, okay, they've had a disappointing season. But every Man City fan I've spoken to will say, "Oh, you know, Pellegrini, he's very yeah. popular. He's a nice guy. People like him." He's it's kicked just, them on. Yeah, we're just getting we're just getting Guardiola in now. You should show him a bit of respect. I mean, there must have been a maximum of about seven or eight thousand people left in the yeah. stadium when he did his address to say thank you and say his goodbye. And I just thought that was really yeah. that left a sour taste. In well, Niall Quinn that. said that when they got relegated, yeah. before the fans even stayed then in unison and give them yeah. a round of applause. So I wonder whether there's a little bit of expectations mm. being changed and maybe. Different types of fans go in there now, which would be a sad, which would be a shame. Maybe. Is the Etihad harder to get home from from the main road? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Not an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the thing with Pellegrini as well. Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a disappointing season in the league. Um, but a, a big part of City's plan is to establish themselves as a contender in Europe. And yeah, the, the, the you know the manner in which they went out to Real Madrid in the semi wasn't wasn't brilliant. But they got to a semi final now. That's, yeah. a, that's a really important step in that direction. Yeah. So you know, it's, it is a shame. It's it's a real shame that more people didn't stay to uh, show their appreciation. Here's yeah. noise. I mean, I was. I mean, it's, I know. I know. Three years is a long time in football and all that other stuff. But I remember being at the FA Cup final when Wigan beat Man City. It was Mancini's, I suppose, last game in charge. And the fans were singing Manuel Pellegrini's Blue and White Army in, in Wembley at the FA Cup final. So, I mean, they obviously wanted him at some point. Yeah, and he's yeah. been there for three years. He's delivered three trophies. He hasn't delivered, you know, perhaps what they would, what they would have liked. But, I mean, he's a pretty classy guy. And he seems like a nice chap. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah he, he deserves a bit of that. Especially with the manner in, in, in which he's been replaced by Guardiola. Well, yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. If he were, uh, you know, that could be humiliating if you're the type of character to take those things to heart. And it, it, you know, I just felt sorry for him. And, and he had to go out there and do his address. And there was clearly hardly anyone there. And it was just a bit like, God, if it were me, I'd be thinking, I don't even want to do this, to be honest. Mm. Which is a, a sad way to, given that that's the last time the fans are going to see him at the stadium as, in his capacity as manager. I thought it was a bit of a shame. Mm. Having managed Real Madrid, he must be sick of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not a, not a bad point for Arsenal, though. I mean, they, they had a pretty odds on for. Uh, an automatic uh, Champions League spot now. Villa sometimes give us trouble at home, so I'm not counting. <laughs> any they beat Arsenal, yet. didn't they? At first time of the season one year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 I'm not a... suggesting that's going to happen. <laughs> <this time laughs> yeah, uh, but if right. Arsenal win and Spurs lose, oh dear. Oh, St. Tottenham's days back on the calendar. Could happen. No, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Don't downplay it, Jim. <laughs> no, because what I think will happen is uh, that Sunderland will, will beat Everton or get the point they need. Mm. Um, they just need a point either way I think no no, no get, they need I, to win to I guarantee I think they'll get the job done and I think the only no offence people the only way I can see Newcastle beating Spurs is if they've just got absolutely everything to play for if they're, <laughs> if they're already down so, you know Spurs can just but Spurs, yeah, look, Spurs can just bring a picnic out and they'll still win Spurs are very <laughs> leggy at times against Southampton but Southampton were brilliant once again they've matched their, their best Premier League points yeah. tally mm. I don't know I don't think they were, I mean I thought Spurs were okay Spurs had the lion's share of possession they did but at times they were a bit leggy and a load more shots as well I think Hugo Lloris would probably be a little bit regretful about how he performed yes. but I mean he's had a good season well maybe so. not leggy but a bit uh, I, I don't know I think the effects of that Chelsea game I just thought, it looked, a bit, I just thought it looked a bit timid I, I, I thought they were a little bit less obviously less aggressive than they were against Chelsea but that goes that saying, but they were a little bit too unaggressive. To score like. two goals and then that yeah, tapping on them, I guess. Play within themselves a bit. Yeah. But I didn't think they were that bad. I didn't think they were that bad. I thought the Reese was fairly poor, but I mean, you know, it's a nightmare it's a fixture at that stage of the season. You, you, a team still with a lot to play for that are in really, really good form. Mm. It's, you know, not ideal. So, 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 I mean, Stephen. I mean, Steve, Stephen Davis scored two goals in one game. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it's things, ever happened. Though. I think that was another stat from no, us. Like, Son's goal was something special. It was a great goal. Yeah, I, I think he looks decent enough, old Son. Mm. Let's move on to the championship, eh? Middlesbrough got the vital point it at did. home. They needed to Brighton take them back into the Premier League. Let's, just, let's got the championship, Marcus. Let's do it. You know, the league yeah. of the future, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More of that. More of yeah. that. To be fair. Players are looking forward to getting the end, on the end of a, D- a Dale Stevens challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always me. talk about how exciting the championship is because it is, and, and Newcastle may well be there. Let's talk about Borough. Let's talk about Middlesbrough. Let's talk about Borough. Go on then. 
uh, Ramirez's legs is probably out. <laughs> <laughs> the ref clearly like, had his yellow out and then saw the saw the blood and went red. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to sort of be. That was horrible, the wasn't it? That? Yeah, but, but it but it wasn't a red card. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. Well, if he's going to give a yellow and then change no, his Pete, mind, that's clearly wrong, isn't it? No, I think because, Pete was just because talking, it's either about you. Up. Pete was just talking about what he saw. He saw red, yeah, red, yeah, no, red. Well, but, yeah. Oh, there's a clue here. I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at Dale Stevens, he's got his eye on the ball the whole time. He gets to the ball first. It looked to me like I, I, I have to I have to say I haven't seen it in great detail and I haven't seen it in slow motion, but it looked to me like Ramirez came through and almost hit the bottom of his foot. With his with his shin, mm. and that and that's obviously caused him a bad injury. But it wasn't a red card. I thought the referee just basically gave a gave a red card for the injury, yeah. which isn't the way which you're supposed to do. Yeah, no, exactly. that's right. doing that and, and um, but yeah, great for him for Middlesbrough. I mean, Brighton did well to battle back, but obviously it was a little bit too little, too late for them. But I think they could probably feel quite hard done by for that red card. Um, mm. um, but David Nugent obviously showed a bit of uh, calmness in front of goal to pull that <laughs> ball back. It's a great pass. That it was. I mean, so very once similar. Again, kind of... Once again, the difference in promotion or a spot <laughs> in the playoffs. Championship gone for higher. I, I, well, I'll probably go to Newcastle now. And <laughs> yeah. Twenty five. Nugent next season if Newcastle go down which week I'd sort of say so ah yeah definitely yeah but, but you are you've touched on something there Luke because I wonder if Nugent he clearly has a good time a great time in the championship he's a new Darren Huckabee new Darren Huckabee <laughs> if he goes up to the Premier League sometimes it doesn't quite work out is he is he the um, uh, Mike Bassett used to be good at that getting teams out of the championship yeah do you mean Dave Bassett Dave Bassett Mike Bassett, Bassett was the picture <laughs> coach. yeah sorry <laughs> quite similar though yeah. <laughs> should never got the England nod uh, yeah Dave Bassett yeah he got, got teams out of the championship and, and never usually cut the mustard for too long in the Premier League well, Neil Warnock's another one yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah I can imagine Dave David Nugent just sort of travelling around the various cities of the championship, um, you know, just getting things promoted and solving lots of crime yeah. on the way. Then at the end of every season, he just you know goes on his way, goes to the next town. I like, I like the idea of being like up. a freelance footballer. Yeah, freelance you, footballer and gumshoe. Do you play gumboot? Do you play specifically in the north of England? And do you need like someone to bang, bang a few goals in for mm. you over the next month or so? Mm. If so, give me a call. Barry Goals. Yeah. He's Barry, Barry Goals. Yeah. He's Barry Goals. Maybe he is the secret identity of Barry Goals. <laughs> yeah. Steve Gibson, he never ages. Before we move on, a huge dawn. <laughs> Go on. Carry on. It wasn't worth it. Carry it on. wasn't worth it. <laughs> Steve Gibson went to school with Chris Kamara. He did, yeah. It's weird, yeah, that, isn't it? They're in the same class, they yeah. Is that right? Yeah. They're both ever young as well. They're yeah. both very young-looking men. Yeah. Do they both secretly hate each other? Are they fueled on by competition? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. It's just nice to see Karanka get there because uh, he's he's funny season. Well, yes. you just sort of, with him, you sort of think if they don't go up now, he's going to leave mm. and he's going to go somewhere mm. awesome. But you, yeah, that's right. But you <laughs> think to yourself if he can get in the Premier League with his uh, tactical nous, perhaps would mm. you say? I think he'll enjoy it more than he's enjoyed the champion. The, the last stage of the championship. Well, do, do, do you think they can win it like Leicester did? Yeah. But it'd be no. five thousand to one, Marcus. Yeah, mm. very etc. Mm. Uh, Charlton, they had another protest at the Valley. I believe you were there, Luke. I was there. Yeah, I witnessed the whole thing. Fill us in. I just saw this morning that Chris Wilder, who's just promoted Northampton Town with a great record, has been linked with Charlton. Yeah, and Northampton have given Charlton permission to talk to him. He must, be, he must have rocks in his head to go anywhere near I'd that I'd like club. to see him uh, manage the magnificent Gorgie boys. Mm. Wilder at hearts. He, Carry on. It's, again, it's not worth it. No. <laughs> you're, you're derailing shows for nothing, Marcus. Have you got any more in your head? Have you got any more in your head? you want to just get them out now? Yeah? Yeah. The they just come to me. Right. Listen, it's not pre written We've got stuff. a Star Wars uh, yeah. story <laughs> coming up later on. Oh, I've got a couple for that. Oh, look, Good. I believe you're at the game. Hang on a minute. I'll be the first to defer if it was worth it. Let me, I can't stress this enough. I'll tell you again. Just because you think of it doesn't mean you have, have to, to say it. it. You're the All Cristiano right. Ronaldo of this podcast in a bad way. Because that's my job. Everything's about you. All right. Well, you're a. Bu- oh no, I see what you mean. Yeah. Took your advice there, Jim. Look, um, if Chris Wilder is to take the job at Charlton, they will have to ensure that when he goes there for the interview, there can be no other human being <laughs> within like 30 miles because they're going to tell him what De Chatelet is like, and he's never going to take it. He should know this. Anyway, <laughs> that's an aside. I was at the game. Um, it was interesting. Uh, it's a strange atmosphere. Very, very odd atmosphere. I've been to. Um, um, two games of really weird atmospheres uh, this season. Arsenal Newcastle was was one. This one was a completely different. Set I was going to say, yeah, this one was completely off the scale. I mean, they put a big net up between the Charlton home fans and the pitch to stop. Um, and initially, it was like well, one the of those Charlton net- players aiming at it, thinking yeah. they'd scored. Well, you, you say that the, the, the big um, the big net they put behind when the when the, t- the strikers are warming up to stop the ball hitting fans in the face it was like that but it was across the whole home end mm. and, uh, but they were still getting missiles onto the pitch and there was a big protest and they were dishing out um, posters outside the, the, the ground of course um, but they didn't f- they didn't police the away end properly so mm. the Burnley fans they packed out that end it's a long trip for them and it's an early kick up yeah. as well so I know they're going to be champions so, but fair, fair play for them to come all the way yeah. down there um, and as soon as the final whistle went Burnley fans just piled onto the pitch um, and then they started sort of celebrating and stuff. And the Charlton fans obviously got very irate because they weren't allowed to go on the pitch. They wanted to celebrate <laughs> yeah, with them. Yeah. So the Burnley fans, some of the Burnley fans started trying to pull the net down. 
but they couldn't do it they weren't able to do it um, but um, the game the game ended prematurely but bang on 90 minutes even though there was about four or five stoppages in the, in the second half due to flares and all this other stuff does the referee have dispensation, dispensation for that is he allowed to just he, um, must, he, he must I think have, at that point have, yeah. nobody just cares going I know but sending still. off all the fans <laughs> one of the things that was very odd is there was a I forgot to tell you guys this earlier there was a guy in the home end with a whistle and he was blowing a very loud, shrill whistle any time the ball went anywhere near the penalty area. Right. And yeah. I think, I think, and, and other fans who were there may disagree. He gave a penalty. You know, I think Andre Gray scored, and I think he might have scored because I think a couple of the Charlton defenders thought it was offside, and he just carried on. Oh. So it actually impinged on their own team. I don't know. There's a phantom whistle at Newcastle who blows up early for half time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and genuinely, the players, the players have stopped before. But the, play, but the players were getting booed. I, I don't think the Charlton. I, I think the Charlton fans just wanted to, to stop. Just to, just to just sort of impact yeah. on the game. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the Phantom Whistler? Yeah. Could you get in touch with us? Because every chart on fan apart, uh, every chart on player apart from Johnny Jackson was being booed, mm. I mean, and obviously Jackson's a bit of a legend there. But um, but Charlton weren't actually that bad in the first half. They, they were they were a little bit. They lacked a bit of cutting edge, and obviously they'd already been already been relegated. But it was an interesting experience. It was a sit down uh, protest outside the ground as well, a little one to stop the I think to stop the owner coming in in his car, mm. and he had to abandon it. I think there was definitely a sort of boardroom type in a, in a Range Rover trying to get in. They could was, was the Charlton match the one with the big liar and a big um a big uh, arrow pointing towards the chairman I from, couldn't from, see. The, from the from the stand above. Mm. I was in that stand, so I couldn't right, see. Okay. But there were a couple of um, banners being sent around, mm. and and yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. But I, f- I feel sorry for Charlton. I mean, you know, they're obviously a great old club, and they've got they've got a history of of, of, of doing successful protests. Of course, they got mm. Charlton back to the valley after they left for a bit, and. And so I wish them all the best, but um, Burnley were, were, weren't even really trying, to be honest. No, but, but Burnley, we look forward to seeing them back in the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially yeah. our big Sean Dyche. Yeah. Uh, in League One, Burton Albion achieved uh, successive promotions. They've been in the Championship next season for the first time in their history. Mental. What wonderful stuff for them, really. I mean, Jimmy Ford Hasselbank, who, who did so well for them, was replaced by Nigel Clough, who's in his second spell at Burton. So marvellous scenes there. And Wigan won the league title, so they're back in the Championship as well. Shout out to Gary Caldwell. Oh, yeah. yeah manager. And, and I think Wigan's chairman is the youngest chairman in the league, isn't he? He's, he's Dave Whedon's grandson, is he? He's about 24. Wow. Yeah. I do, I do kind of wish I had to finish the job there. So I, I think it's kind of an unfinished business for him a little bit. I know, but, but at least they did go on yeah. and get that promotion. At least the business was finished. That's least, right. At least yeah. enjoy a quiet season. At least, you, see, you see, Clint Hill said uh, this week that uh, he said uh, it's nice to have a, um, a quiet season in QPR because obviously they've gone up and down and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have a quiet season. Instantly not given a new contract. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> disappointing. Did you see that? Um, Blackpool have done the full Pompey journey. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. God. They've got that. I like that to be turned from now on as the Pompey Highway. They've driven down the Pompey Highway. <laughs> yeah, they did it at 60 miles an hour, though. Yeah. They did it a lot quicker, didn't they? Stopping at um, league, Championship League One and League Two. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's Don- a final destination. Doncaster Rovers will join them as well, sadly. But in, mm-hmm. in League Two, Bristol Rovers and Oxford United will join uh, Northampton and possibly Portsmouth in League One next season. Doubtful. Um, in the playoffs, they're in there. Bristol Rovers had a funny old time of it. They, they, they smashed Dagenham and Redbridge. We what? hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, we had an email about that. Oh, did we? We had an email with someone who so apparently he said, behave. Uh, uh, I didn't see it, so I can't tell you We called the show We Hate. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought he said We Hate. I'm, I'm not saying he knows better than you, I'm just saying it was... A, well, uh, either or, the sentiment's the it's same. It's fantastic, yeah. <laughs> the Br- Bristol Rovers were playing Dagenham and Redbridge, and um, they were already relegated, by the way. And they needed to win, of course. Right. And they peppered them. They had, I think they had 35 shots. And they just managed to scrape past two one with a goal in the ninety second minute. <laughs> That's it's drama. And Bristol Rovers are the team a couple of years ago, of course. They've been promoted. It's back to back promotions for them. Yeah. They've been promoted from the conference up to League Two, um, and then promoted again this season. But the season they were relegated to the conference, um, they were only in the relegation zone on the final day and were relegated out of the Football League That's for the right. first time in their history That's right. by spending one day in the relegation yeah, so it's been an that. interesting few seasons for them it has yeah Plymouth they hammered Hartlepool 5-0 Pete the pool supporters uh, did their traditional fancy dress routine for the final mm. game of the season and a number of them went as uh, stormtroopers Hartlepool boss Craig Hignett said before the match I hope for their sakes it's not 300 degrees I mean, it's suit, unlikely yeah. suits or other suits in you're in trouble there it's unlikely yeah, they're all stuck in plastic suits because we uh, can't be seeing a mass collapse we can't be seeing that no. that's the most footballing <laughs> st- yeah sentence yeah. well we can't be seeing a mass collapse no. um, he said they had to pay £8 to get flaps put in their stormtrooper outfits which is something I never thought about with Star a- Wars if a stormtrooper needs to go to the toilet he has to take the whole lot off where our other lads have got one over them and put flaps in so fair one, play to one them one over on the <laughs> As flaps go, is eight pounds cheap or expensive? I, I don't really it know. Does seem, I mean, it's just a haul, isn't it? Just cut it out of. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, the- and I presume it is just for the front. 
But what if you, want, well. if you want to get your endor out? Yeah, but they've, oi, they've got, hey. one, they've got hey. one over the storm. Hey. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't even but, listen. Yeah, you're just, too busy yapping. Uh, did, did there any point in the, um, the, the, the journalist who Craig and that was talking to just go, Sorry, Craig. Have you, have you got any sort of comment to make about the game at all? Because yeah. you lost 5-0. 300 degrees. Because yeah, you lost 5-0, and it sounds to me like you're, you're deflecting here. So, so, and who's Plymouth got next? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Impossible yeah. beat on the final day as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go abroad after this. Watch out now. It's getting too hot to handle. The streets have been falls around. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Don't forget the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365 out on Friday morning. It promises to be a cracker. Mm. Yeah. Last uh, last week's bet of the week was Everton to get something out of Leicester. Mm. Jim, you were the only one who said that we shouldn't be doing this and we all laughed at you, so here's your chance to have a bit of a comeback. Mm. I thought I'd already done that. Yeah. I thought we discussed at length how that was a nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> we did, yeah. Obviously predictable nonsense. Keep, that's what we're all about. Keep fighting the good fight, Jim. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Let's go to the Eredivisie. I actually threw it all away on the last day. Yeah. PSV yeah. nick the title off them. It's going to sting that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I oh. expand, if you could pick one team to not do that, <laughs> who would it be? Yeah. <laughs> Don't Ajax had already like, had the, the word champions put on their bus while the game was going on? Oh. Oh, I don't know if they drove home in it. I don't know whether you'd bother to sort of wait while someone took it all <laughs> off again. <laughs> someone someone had to change it to, to cook past champions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see um, PSV's celebration? Um, De Jong drops the trophy. Um, which is like a big plate in a throwback uh, to his Newcastle day. No, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it and, was yeah, sorry. Yeah. But they, they were dancing to this like this ridiculous techno with ticker tape flying, and it looked like the like the end screen on like a naughty's computer game where you've just won won a oh, cup yeah. or something with this ridiculously <laughs> inappropriate very music. Dutch about that. Was it yeah. Gabba? Like Gabba? It, it was that Gabba kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's worth worth seeking out. It was yeah, incredibly. I, Dutch. I mean, if you didn't see it, both sides were level on points on the final day. Ajax having a significantly better goal difference. They were away to uh, the second bottom side in the league and could only draw. They took the lead 
lead. They had a number of chances. The, the keeper made some great saves as well. And then, um, and then it was it, they equalised. The, the yeah. second bottom side equalised on about fifty-five minutes. It was like last minute or something. They couldn't respond. <laughs> and it was it was. I mean, if you were an Ajax fan, you'd yeah. have no hair left. But the graph sharp celebration from the fans was less of a yeah and more of a ah. <laughs> yeah. There's a more of a sort of we've got nothing left, but we'll laugh at this. We yeah. enjoy this. If you don't right, mind. Yeah. Former Newcastle players, as you said uh, previously, Luke de Jong has been banging in the goals this season. The first PSV player to score more than 25 goals in a season since ex-Chelsea man Matija Kesman, proving once again that the highway from Dutch football to English football for top scorers is not always a successful um, one. Is, and sign him up. Is it, or the famous Afonso Elvis. Yeah, well. I remember him one. So much yeah. promise. Maybe they'll sign him back then they're going into the Premier League. <laughs> Um, Luke Marge de Jong, is, is, it, is it easy to think of a more insipid loan move than, the, <laughs> than Luke de Jong's 12 appearances for Newcastle with zero goals? I mean, what I would say is Luke de Jong knocking them in in, in, in uh, Holland. You've got uh, Ben Arthur possibly signed for Barcelona. It's almost as if the foreign lads can't be asked with Pardew stag do shit, really, no, isn't it? Really? Still, you know, still digging at Pardew. Yeah, Uncle on a stag do If you like Pardew now, you'd probably still be in the Premier League, mate. Yeah. I think Albert Luque de Jong is basically <laughs> one man. Yeah. I can't accept. There's so many Newcastle players I can't separate into individual people. Emre Young. They're just, yeah, they're just <laughs> this, this massive mediocrity. What about the Spanish food? Was it Cisco? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember him. Yeah, he was another one. He liked posing yeah. in his pants an awful lot. He cost a lot of money. I think, <laughs> I think Cisco was one of those moves where, again, you think he's still there. But not only that, yeah. Jim, but you, you, it's such an astonishing amount, you can remember the amount because he was so bad. And I think he was £5.8 million. Pounds, it was which, a lot of money. Which is a lot for a player Scott who... Scored against I think, I if, think. You t- if you took a straw part of a thousand football fans and showed them a picture of him, I don't reckon more than 15, 20 of them better name him. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, footballers you've forgotten existed, Thomas Vermaelen's still at Barcelona. Yeah, not getting a game though. Not so much. Well, he has yeah. played yeah. a few yeah. times this season. It's probably genuine yeah. question. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, Barcelona just need to beat Granada, who guaranteed their own safety on the weekend uh, to win the title. So you'd you surely expect Barcelona. Beppe to Rossi uh, ruined the Atletico yeah. season. He did, yeah. Nice to see him score, but a shame he had to do it then. Nice to see um, Diego Simeone only visible through a tiny window behind a camera gantry because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't landing anywhere near the pitch. I'm <laughs> probably, like probably Hannibal just as well because he yeah. would have probably. Yeah, beat it him. was like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> he just didn't have that mask on. Although, I mean, realistically. Barcelona are going to win the league. You, you, surely they can't mess this up. So Atletico, of course, they'd rather finish second than third. But you know, potentially now he can field a much more weakened side in their last game of the season. A it's just a formality, rest. and have a little bit of a rest. As so you can say. Real Madrid, though, surely? No, because Real Madrid can still win the league. Oh, okay, right. Fair Real Madrid have to go. And I suppose the expectation for Real Madrid is higher as well. Yeah, I mean, okay, they're yeah. only against Deportivo, who mm. I think guaranteed their own safety as well. Mm. But Real Madrid can't put a, a weakened side. But if Atletico Madrid players get have a rest, won't they just they just completely seize up? Oh, then? that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have to continually run. And it's like a Tour de France rest day. It's left like seventy k on the bike. Are Real Madrid playing at Deportivo? Yes, because they they have a bit of a bad record there and there's this really weird superstition they have in, in Deportivo where they put f- cloves of garlic by the pitch <laughs> right. sort of, it, it's some sort of like to summon, summon the powers of witches or some mental thing like that and they put their really good home record against Real Madrid down to that rather than their players yeah. uh, maybe uh, it's the, the curse of Diego Tristan remember him? yeah I do oh, yeah. whenever I think of um, Deportivo I always think of Diego Tristan when Deportivo had that nice period in the Champions League and yeah. he was a great player yeah. and the rumour was and it is just a rumour that he was never signed by a truly big club because he had a little sorts of personal problems and stuff so he just stuck at Deportivo but he was a fantastic player he did very well there he did yeah but all that uh, witches and all that sort of business shouldn't affect Cristiano Ronaldo you, you, no, you we don't think not. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, as Pete mentioned uh, just uh, earlier, Hatim Ben Arfa is in talks with Barcelona, according to the current his current club, Nice's president. Uh, the president said, I would be very happy for him and for Nice if this move comes off. You do not reject <laughs> Barcelona, but it's up for him to decide. Which well, sounds like you're trying to decide, mate. Yeah. If I was a player and Barcelona was offered to me, I would not ask questions. I would go. But it is not a done, it's not a deal yet, according to what I'm told. Well, you're the one who's making yeah. all this up. Yeah, <laughs> just you, everything like you just, just said is what is made up. Yeah. <laughs> Just sat in an armchair. <laughs> You're trying to get the, the deal done. But I've heard he, he has properly been like in talks. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, it, it's usually like the agents that do this sort of talk, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. actually his own club. Also, wouldn't he be on a free transfer? He seems to think this is a good deal for Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is he on a contract? I, th- I think he was on he's a short-term contract. He's having a great season. Only um, Zlatan, Cavani and Lacazette have scored more goals than him in the league. Yeah, and they're, gonna, they're probably going to finish... I think they've got a good chance of finishing the Champions League. It's top three in France, but I think they've got a good chance of finishing the Champions League. Certainly at least Europa League, Nice. I still can't see this happening. 
He's, I, he's I, 29. He's, he's, yeah, he's finally... So he got like 18 goals this season. But if, if you look at his record before this, it's not actually that great. He'll be a bench player. He'll, he'll, mm. he'll be on the bench, won't he? Well, he's an exci- he'll be an exciting player. If, for, but he's a player that needs to play, though, isn't he? But if, you, but if you're a player who's, who's gone through your whole career and you've obviously got all the talent in the world and everyone always tells you that all the time and yeah. you've had a, bit, a few problems here and there, you've had problems so bad in your career that at one point you actually had to do a stint at Newcastle. Oh, uh, to be fair, he had moments in Newcastle. Yeah, no, he did. He did, he did well. Harley wasn't uh, but, um, too good. Unless you're from we the area. People learn things in prison. You know, it's not... <laughs> but what, what I wanted to say <laughs> was, carry on would, would you, would you <laughs> really, even if you knew, certainly initially, you're going to start on the bench, would you not... It would be very difficult to turn it down because you'd you take a crack, wouldn't you? And, and, Is he yeah. 29 At 29, you'd he's take only, a year on he's only, bench, he's only just turned 29 as well. Like, he's, he's a fascinating, fascinating man. Like, you know, he speaks three languages. When he had that six months off, he went round... He just went backpacking around Thailand. Did he? It's just like, that's not the kind of behaviour yeah. of a, like an uninteresting what? footballer for me. Mm. And then Hassan went, Benafa likes full moon parties. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. That's not a revelation to me. <laughs> but then, but then, yeah. But then, he, then he spent a lot of time in Tunis, just going to just going to like cafes and stuff, eating, yeah. eating probably. But you know, have you been stalking him? <laughs> how, do, how do you know this? I just think, I just think that Newcastle didn't get the best out of him, and I've I always been a fan. I agree with that. Always been a fan. And often, he's, a, he's a sort of he's a sort of player that you should be able to build a team around, and that's what he's had. This I'd season. love to, I'd love to see him there. I'd love to see him go there. Do you think Barcelona build a team around him? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon Lionel Messi walks in on the first day of pre? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's me done yeah, that's the it. gig's up yeah. if he, if, but, but he, if he plays if he gets on the field in a Barcelona shirt I think everyone would be very surprised at how yep. easily he, sl- he, st- he slips into that I, I think he's a great season he's a good player he's got all the talent in the world I'd love to see him go there I would. Well, he would he would suit their style he would think. He, I, th- I imagine he'd be slotted in there in their front three where one of their players is yeah. injured or unavailable yeah, of course yeah, yeah. he's yeah. not going to start as you say but often Barcelona I don't have the biggest of squads. I know they've uh, had a transfer embargo and all that kind of stuff, and they have got uh, you know Arda Turan and, and one or two others in. But yeah, why not? Hey, why yeah, it's one of those ones that's so strange. I really want to see it happen. Yeah, same. <laughs> Let's all go to Barcelona now. Uh, to the to the. To the Serie A, yeah. Uh, Francesco Totti made his 600th uh, Serie A appearance on the weekend. This season, yeah. <laughs> Only Javier Zanetti with 615, and Paolo Maldini with 647 of more Serie A appearances than the That's great. A man. lovely top three, that it is, isn't mm. it? He, re- he retired from international football uh, ten years ago. Mm. Ten wow. years ago. Yeah. And he's like, that is crazy. He's like, he's still linked himself. Do you know what? An Italian friend of mine said that there's genuinely one or two people in Italy going, oh, but for the Euros, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, who are we talking about in that bracket? Jermaine Defoe. That's the difference (laughs) with us and Italy. Well, Peter Crabbe. But Totti has linked himself to every major tournament squad ever since he retired. Yeah, so there's a little bit of consolation there. True enough. Uh, Gonzalo Higuain, he won't be playing at the Euros uh, because he's not good enough. An Argentinian. Um, He's become the first player in Serie A since uh, 1958-59. Season to reach 33 league goals in a season. In, in the league goals, that is really impressive. It's very, yeah, very good. I mean, Italy was has always notoriously been a difficult place to score goals. And if you look at the records, I mean, that would obviously back it up. He was the only one to score 33. Whereas you think of, you know, Luis Suarez and and I don't know if Alan Shearer reached 33, but you know, think of another number of uh, people who have certainly got close to that tally in the Premier League. In Italy, you, you look past obviously 58, 59. There's some top scorers with 18 or yeah. 17. Yeah, goals, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. always pretty difficult. Even though Serie A hasn't been uh, one of the top two leagues in Europe. For, for a few years now uh, but he's got one more match so, so hopefully he can uh, get another one there uh, Luca Toni in 05-06 uh, uh, sorry was the first uh, player since the, the, that late 50 season to score over 30 goals in a Serie A season and he was the oldest top goal scorer in the league's history too uh, last year at the age of 38 he was, was equal with I think it was Mario Accardi and he's Called time in his career. He scored oh. a lovely Penenka penalty. Oh yeah. my goodness, a dick penalty. To your end Juventus' run as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Verona, obviously already been relegated, they, they beat the old lady, so to speak, ending uh, their unbeaten run of 26 matches. And, and <laughs> Luca Toni, who only the other month said it's uh, the least enjoyable season of his career or something. <laughs> I think he fell out with the coach. He said, I should have stopped four or five years ago, but I kept on scoring so I continued to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is brilliant. I mean, top scorer last season, that was obviously the right the decision. Age of 30. I love that he's just putting the um, the decision whether to retire or not straight down to data. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter about how I feel. Does yeah. I still do the job? I'll check Wikipedia at the check end of the season. Sierra yeah. did. Am I performing a role? Yeah. I love a bookmark. Yeah. Verona had one of those classically Italian things that is very very strange on the surface, and I'm not really sure of the the, the reason for it. Whether the stadium was basically just completely empty. You can hear loads of fans screaming, so it sounds full because they're all so loud. Sino, Sino, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luca, Luca. Yeah. That always used to be the case on, on it's. 
on Football Italian when it was on Channel 4 and largely it was because Juventus were on all the time and their, their stadium used to be in the middle of nowhere so and it, it was wasn't massive, really yeah. yeah it was really full but, but, but the fans didn't like that stadium didn't yeah, they no. old... it was built for World Cup 90 wasn't it yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. but still it wasn't just Juventus it's, it's but Verona were relegated ages ago yeah Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, people probably can't be bothered. Uh, right, let's go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. It's time for the highlights of the week. They're not mine, they're everyone's. Yes. Uh, but most of all, they're the listeners. So I'll start with this from, from Mehal Maguire, who says, It's my birthday on Mee-hall. Wednesday. Mehal. M E E H A L L. He says, um, it's my birthday on Wednesday and I'll be turning 27. I've still got a card from my nan with tiny footballers all over it. Oh. Lars Brown replied by saying, it's an absolute disgrace that you've already opened that card. Which I agree with. Boo. Chris Copley has been in touch saying, I'm a part of the New York Red Bulls away contingent in Orlando this weekend, and we made Disney-related chants like, you're a small club after all. Oh, very <laughs> good. Like very good. And he also, they also did one called Cinderella is a Red, but I can't remember, what, I can't really work out what the tune is to that. So. Cinderella is a Red. Okay, yeah, right. You just read that, that one. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, Sandip Singh Man, he says, Leicester scout Steve Walsh uh, said, when people asked him how many midfielders Leicester play with, he said three, drink water who sits, and Kante plays either side. <laughs> 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 Got a nice one. Um, Gary Whitworth. Highlight for me was Preston North End playing the Game of Thrones theme tune just before the players came out. Mm. <laughs> the mood was already warlike considering the match was against Leeds, but this made it ten times more epic. Nice. <laughs> just a shame the mascot, the Deepdale Duck, wasn't changed to the Deepdale Dragon for that game. <laughs> I mean, the atmosphere was epic, but at mid-table Preston drew 1-1 with mid-table Leeds. So mm. good, good for them for having yeah. a good atmosphere this, this season. Yeah. <clears throat> and the final one here is um, Reese Heyman. Uh, he says, the day of last week's podcast release, I'm driving, stuck in traffic, going through the centre of town, listening to the ramble with both windows wide open. It was a hot day. Um, out of nowhere, some random dude shouts, oh, you dirty little sloth, <laughs> <laughs> through my window. Embarrassed and a little frightened, I promptly did the windows back up. Uh, obviously, ten minutes, ten, ten minutes later, I understand why that happened <laughs> and why it happened to me. Brilliant. Um, and, to, and to the re- re- fellow ramble fan, if you see this, fuck you, you little melt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's um, all for me yes my highlight was um, Roberto Firmino's goal against Watford um, because it hit the net bounced back out and then must have hit like a lump on the line or something and bounced back in nice. I think you should get two goals for that if you've got the skill to do it did Mark Hughes famously score a goal at the Dell he did where it hit the back of the advertising right. board and came out again and then it right. counted yep. yeah. I bet he still counts that I would yeah he does it was a, and it was a volley yeah. was, he's always, <laughs> he's, that's why he's still furious at refereeing decisions all the time he's <laughs> yeah. not over that yeah <laughs> uh, my highlight was uh, Rossi uh, hitting the back of the net and then the cameraman with the same cameraman not even missing a beat just zooming up to the athletic fans giving it the finger <laughs> it was wonderful <laughs> Ah. <laughs> but they're in a Champions League final, so mm. hopefully those tears will turn to smiles. Yeah. And uh, we now turn to Jim Campbell, who always provides <laughs> a smile for everybody with his website roundup. Yep. Here we go. This week's football news is baffling. Luckily, the footballroundup.com <laughs> is fully equipped to deal with baffling, so wade in with Kelly Wells and find surprising news about a Newcastle alumnus offering hope to another plump 29 year old with popularity issues. Fans of Legia Warsaw and Lech Poznan submitting their screenplay for Independence Day 3. David Cameron suffering yet another setback in his quest to convince everyone he's a football fan, as well as live updates from Harry Redknapp's world tour. Follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells. She does her job through a car window too. <laughs> Marvellous. Oh, there's another one. Uh, Tino was on uh, Townside uh, at some hockey screening of the Villa match. Was he? It was quite nice. Yeah. Well, he was there. He was there. He was like he was like doing like a not a Q and A. I guess a Q and A, but he was he was there. And uh, yeah, everyone was watching it in a pub. And he, he turned up there. to throw his support behind up, the, yeah. the side. Wonderful. Did Wonderful. You see that, did you see that thing in the American? Not the not MLS, but the the level below where a player <clears throat> was sent off. Nazel. Um, Romeo Parks. He was sacked. He was sacked by the by Pittsburgh <clears throat> because a player was. I think either sent off or went off injured and Romeo Parks right behind him did like a flying kick in his back oh my Ooh, goodness wow. and uh, <coughs> it all kicked off and the player had to then be stretched off and then um, Pittsburgh I think they called it the Pittsburgh Riverhounds or something <laughs> brilliant name that's good <clears throat> they end up sacking the guy it's, there's a video of it on the footballround.com you should check it out there's some good names in America Tampa Bay Rowdies of course is yeah. one yeah. of our faves there was a little side who only existed for a short period of time I think they were called the Boston T-Men like that's that. nice. Yeah, like mm. that. Yeah, like tea chat in Boston. Yeah. There's one. I think there was Michigan Madness as well. <laughs> um, was 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 one and um, the Florida yeah. Fat Men as well. Yeah, Florida Actually, uh, Fat Men. Yeah, that's and, a nice that one. The Real. Los Angeles Lovelies and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was one. There genuinely was one called um, Calam. 
Kalamazoo Outrage. I think that's oh, lovely. <laughs> and, the, um, and don't forget the Hollywood Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Hogans. Marvellous. Yeah. Uh, oh, we should say before we go that uh, the recent Ramble Lives from Newcastle and London, we've merged them together. And it's, uh, they're available in iTunes, of course. Yeah, under the album section. Under Download the album them. section. And if you're the not, best of our live stuff. That's right. And if you're not on iTunes, then uh, it's all the gubbins are available at thefootballramble.com. You can find how to get hold of it there. Some of the best stuff we've ever done, in my humble opinion. Well, You've we can't edit out the mistakes. No, <laughs> give it exactly. a go. So, yeah. And don't forget, uh, the good man Dean animates us on 4-4-Tunes. That's on YouTube, of course. Little animation of us being silly and being all rambly. So uh, check that out. And I'd like to say a big thanks to uh, the quite lovely Luke at Gaul underscore posters. He's made some mad pasta football um, <laughs> related tea towels. I like that, uh, I've got two of them and I've used one of them and one is for best. Good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Mm. Uh, if you want to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com the website is thefootballramble.com of course we're on Twitter at Football Ramble get a load of us on Twitter eh mm. um, and on Instagram and all the others say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye PT fuck the villa absolutely <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Have a meeting. Sorry about the thing I just said about... About 30 stoke matches.